All right. We're back. It's Sunday night. Sunday night. Very, very late. 10 o'clock, which means it's 10.01, which means I have exactly an hour and 59 minutes <laughs> and you're to podcasting. do my homework for school this week to hand it in. <laughs> and I, if I, well, we won't go full two hours, so I mean, I've got some time. Calvin, you had a bit of a wild week. Well, let's let's pause for a second before we get into it. All right. Thanks for listening to the Open Road Podcast. We're a podcast that helps you find adventure in the everyday. Yes. Sometimes we do that by interviewing interesting people. Once upon a time, we did that by introducing you to new music. Haven't done that in a while. We're switching it up. Other Sometimes <laughs> we just completely forget to interview someone. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. We have some good interviews lined up, and we're definitely going to keep that format. But, you know... We had a busy weekends. We still have busy lives because we're out adventuring. So this is going to be an episode where we catch you up on some of the fun adventures that we have been up to. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Intro. All right, that's good enough. So, Cal, right. you were um, you were in the Big Apple this weekend, the w- the windy city, <laughs> the city that uh, so nice it's up all night, the city of dreams. What happens in the Big Apple stays in the Big Apple. That's right. Um, yep, I literally just got home. Um, why Why were you there? Um, why were we there? That's a funny question. Someone else asked me that question this week. Like, I told them, or told a customer of mine asked me, oh, why are you going there? Which is kind of an annoying <laughs> is that, question. Is, that, like, is oh. that how I sound when I ask you questions? No. That particular question, yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> Do I need to explain why to go there? I mean, we're yeah. just to be a classic to, to, to tour around. My wife's never been there. I've been there a few times before, and uh, but I, not in the last uh, couple of years. So it's still fun to go uh, to go back and check it all out and and do such you know a little weekend away. Was the last time you were there um, when we were there with the RV? Mm, yeah. Yep. That is the last time we were there. Nice. I was there. I was right when they were still building the uh, the new How tower. We were, we were there for like a day, right? Yeah, just a day. Yeah. Yep. Well, I th- no, I think that's great. I think the r- that's a good thing for our listeners to know. You know, you need a little vacation. You guys are got a baby yeah, on I the mean, way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It's, it's close enough. It's close enough where you can kind of justify driving down for a couple of days. So we drove down. It's like nine hour, ten hour drive for us with a couple stops. So um, yeah, we got there late thursday night or no, we got there thursday evening and then went and had dinner in the city and then we had you know friday and saturday full days in the city and then we just drove home took our time driving back this morning nice 10 hour day in the car that's a bit that's a lot i know it's kind of crazy actually went really fast yeah i mean i just listened to open road pod for like (laughs) 10 hours straight and then whoa time just kind of flies you had that much content to catch up on come on (laughs) man I know. Why not subscribe? Do you listen to our podcast? Uh, yes. Mostly. Mostly I do. Because you don't trust my edits. That's why. I know. I don't trust your edits. <laughs> so I got to check up. I sometimes listen to it. Other times I'm like, I've listened to this four times because I spoke the oh. conversation and then I edited it. Edited yeah, yeah. it. So you don't need to uh, listen to it again. Um, what, was the, what was the coolest thing that you guys did down there? Honestly, like kind of the coolest thing... We spent a lot of time just like walking, walking in Central Park. It's just, which is kind of hilarious to think about because we like live in the country, right? And then we go to like, you know, arguably like the greatest city on earth, and we go and walk around <laughs> in the park <laughs> for like just, a good chunk of our trip. We just parked it. 
Um, just literally went to the park to just take in nature. When I the first time I went to New York, it was in grade twelve for our grade twelve trip, and I had never looked at New York really on a map. Like you knew yeah, the skyline yeah. from TV and this, that, and the other. When I mm-hmm. got there, I was blown away by how massive Central Park was. I I I yeah. could not believe no. it. The park is truly, in my opinion, it's it's the best part. I think it's it's amazing. And so, like it's the coolest part. The views of the city from parts of it are so cool, and it's I a know, pretty it incredible seems, place. And it's just such a cool feeling to be in this like beautiful like hundred year old trees, like this amazing old growth park, and then you're in the middle of this crazy wacky city. Very wacky city. It's just a, it, it's just it's just a weird thing. So I mean, and it's by no and that's kind of it for like I don't really think there's any really other nodal parks. I'm sure there are, but like. I mean, cities like London, which is like, I think London's like the greenest city on earth, which is like, there's tons of like unbelievable parks in that city, all, you know, kind of scattered everywhere. But this is kind of like all condensed into one mega park. That's probably the most valuable real estate in the world, eh? Yeah. You know what? It probably is. It's completely priceless. That's a good point. There is no government, no no anything that could ever take Central Park away. I don't think there's a price on it. No. Uh, fun fact, I learned about um, Governor's Island a little bit, okay. which is um, at the very se- southern end of the island. Yeah. And it used to be owned like by the, it used to be inhabited by like the Navy, I guess. They had like t- a population of 10,000 on that island. Okay. And it was all just, um, I think it's Navy staff and their families lived there. So they had like schools and shops on there and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it, for whatever reason, it they stopped that program like 10 or 20 years ago and tried to sell the island for some unbelievable price, and no one bought it. So they sold it to the city for $1. Come on. And then the city doesn't know what to do with it because they can't maintain it because it costs $30 million just to maintain it. So now it's just kind of growing into this abandoned, weird island. Really? Yeah. D- d- so it'd be so fun to sneak on there and, and to check it out. Huh. Did you guys go on the river or anything? I saw some of your pics. They were great, by the way. Where where, where did you take some yeah, of those we, from? Yeah, we took... Um, one of the things Kate really wanted to do was take a, a river boat cruise yep. around. And that was really cool. Yeah. So um, a lot of these things that I just like wouldn't do, yep. but my wife really wanted to do. And um, I was always like super glad we did it because they are really cool doing the super touristy things. You, and you learn a lot too. It's tough just going and meandering and trying to explore and learn on your own. Totally. And I feel like we found that a lot on our road trips too, right? Where we'd be out somewhere and we'd get to a new city and try to do something cool. And you're kind of like, oh, it really helps to know people or to have some sort of connection or to have some sort of mission to do. If you don't know anyone there, it's definitely the way to go. And uh, and I have one other kind of little funny story that um, we... My wife really wanted to do like a, a, a boat tour or a bus tour. Yeah. And she wanted to do both. And I said, well, let's choose one. And so we did the, the boat tour in the early afternoon. And then we were kind of way down, like hanging out near the Brooklyn Bridge, which is way at the bottom end of the island um, last night. And then we were looking at how to get back up town. Yeah. Uh, that's where we were staying. And um, I was just, we were going to just take the subway again. But then I saw this big double-decker bus, Come on. Like, a tour, like one of these classic tour buses. And so I started talking to the guy, asking him if we can just hop on because they're going uptown. 
And he's like, no, no, man, you can't do that. And so I, I started, you know, <laughs> chat, chatting him up. I was like, listen, like, come on, we can make something work here. Like, you're just, I know you're going to bomb straight you up there because you got another tour to do the. Start, start the, from the where you say. Tours, uh, leave from Manhattan or they leave from like whatever Times Square area and do like a huge tour. And he's like, all right, I'll let you hop on here, but you got to buy yeah. a night tour. And I was like, eh, all right, we'll do that. So we just hopped on the bus and it blasted right uptown. And then we just basically got off and right and got right back on and did this sick unreal uh night tour of the whole Sweet. island well like no sorry like like the bottom half and we were up on the upper deck which is all like open convertible style which is a really cool way to do it because you're just weaving through all these streets that you don't know anything about and the tour is or the, the tour guide is amazing like she just knows the city like the back of her hand so she's pointing out all these really historical incredible places yeah, I feel like there's a lot of value in some of these tourist attractions because exactly, there's people yeah. who are actually experts and you learn a lot. And now with, you know, the age of TripAdvisor, if you're not good, you're not going to make it. Well, exactly. And that's what I thought, too. It was like $30 each. And I was like a bit cheesed at that. And I was like, no, that was well worth it. Really? Like that was like really informative. Yeah, I was... I was hesitant to pay that up front at first, yeah. but then afterwards I thought that was worth every penny. Wow. Well, and I guess you also got a hilarious story of wheeling and dealing a guy, which is awesome. Trying to. Trying to. Trying to wheel and deal a city slicker. Yeah, tough. pretty tough. They're pretty, you know, the New Yorkers. And then uh, you got your free bus ride, kind of, and then you got a whole tour. That's pretty good. Yeah. And good. you didn't and have like, to pay for the subway. Exactly. So that's pretty tight. Which is not expensive, but yeah. Well, factor it in though, man. Two bucks is two bucks. Got to factor it in. Two bucks is two bucks. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so all about my all in all, a successful weekend. weekend? Yeah, very, like we packed an unbelievable amount of stuff in in two in a quarter days. That's great. We really did. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm I'm sure we'll be back. There's lots of city to see. Nice. So, uh, what'd you get up to? Oh, uh, you know. It's a you know fishing weekend up in uh, up on Georgian Bay there. Was, uh, we just traded places. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is funny. I we can never quite <laughs> catch each other. Got back to the city. Kyle was like, "Are we recording tonight?" And then I was like, "Yeah, are you okay to record a little later?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm just driving from Mississauga to Port Carling, which is kind of where I just came from." Uh, but yeah, we uh, had a fishing weekend, which has now become an annual tradition. This is the second annual fall fishing bonanza. Last uh, last year, two other couples, Maddie, Tim, Tyrone, Danielle, Katie, me, went up to Maddie's cottage and had a bit of a fishing tourney. And last, last weekend when I saw you, last weekend when I saw you, I gave you, out of the goodness of my heart, my fishing hip waders. Thank you. Did they come in handy? Yeah, I wore them. Uh, I definitely wore them. Uh, mostly yesterday was when I when I needed them. I did. I, I guess I didn't even really need them, but the weather could have turned yeah, at any minute. Wasn't wet. Uh, yeah. Also, are those fully waterproof? So they say. Yeah, yeah. Of course they are. Because when I would get them wet, they. What are they, you going to have semi waterproof? Well, I know it was waders? just weird because the uh, like the color it turned made it seem like water was getting through. But anyways, I never got them fully soaked enough to see. But anyways, oh, okay. so this was the second annual fall fishing weekend, and. There was this random trophy in the cottage last year, and so we we crowned a winner. Tyrone caught the biggest pike last year, and nice. And so now it became uh, even stiffer competition this year, 
And uh, why is that? Well, just because now there was like a trophy and like some lore built up from last year. Like you want to beat Tyrone. Anytime right. guys get together, the, there's a little bit the of legend continues. You know, of course, it's like Tyrone. We got a deep. You find your, are you a competitive person, Jerry? Uh, with certain things, with things that I'm actually half decent at. Like if there's sports or you know CrossFit, yeah. absolutely yeah, not yeah. competitive whatsoever. <laughs> okay, no. Which is maybe a little bit, uh, I don't know, maybe a personality flaw. Right. That like I pick my battles, but maybe not. I don't know. Okay. okay. I'm not Continue super competitive. Um, no. But uh, this time I'm definitely competitive. I definitely want to win. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't care if someone else does. But guess who won? You. This guy. Loved it. I'm guessing you. And this was great because back in May when you and I started our fishing bet at Tim's bachelor party at the same part of Georgian yep. Bay, we both had okay. we both had great fishing weekends. We did. I caught a record, my record pike. You caught that amazing smallmouth and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> but then I got skunked all summer. No fish anytime I fished. This time, second cast, Calvin, brought in the winning muskie. Second cast. Second cast, I bring in the winning muskie. Go on. So this was my first ever muskie that I've ever caught. Okay. Um, and I mean, yeah, it didn't put up a crazy fight because he he grabbed on so close to the boat, but I was throwing okay. a one ounce red devil. That's you know about the big guy. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's probably about three inches, uh, an ounce of metal. So a big a big red devil, and he just chomped onto that thing, brought it in, and then basically for the rest of the weekend the fishing was terrible. Really? That was it? That was it. I caught one more that night, a little pike, and uh, both yeah. Tim and Ty caught nothing until like right at the end, Tim caught a little pike. Then the next day, next morning, I, I caught two more little ones, and Tim caught nothing, and Tyrone was skunked until the last like half an hour of fishing. He reels oh, in this like goodness. wuss pike that's like barely a <laughs> foot long. Complete wuss. <laughs> Just hucks it on shore. Not even worth going back in the water. So... I mean, the most excitement came within the first little bit of the weekend, and I definitely had this, like, decent buzz on because I had at least two fish on the first yeah. day and the first two fish on the second day, so I was kind of dominating, and they were pretty pissed. <laughs> That's a sad place to be, I always find, and I'm there often where you just have a weekend like that, and it's kind of coming to a close, and you feel like you just wasted a lot of time. Well, I don't feel like it's a waste. I really not like catching. fishing. It's a, Even if of course you don't not a waste because because you can't fish w with a sole intention of catching things because it's it doesn't always happen. Well, obviously. if you're a professional, you can. So it's all about the conversation. Well, of course, if you're a professional, but I don't fish with professionals. So that's like the direction that I'm trying to move in anyway. So into the professional realm. Well, like into more of like a actually knowing what like knowing what I'm counting doing. on catching something. Yeah, like okay. understanding fishing. You know how you're like a woodworker, you know the tools, you know what to do? Right. You can get that right. into so fishing. Fishing, right, you could get that into fishing. But not so, because I would say that Tim is of that, uh, he's in that well, arena. See, he's moving. And he still gets skunks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's moving in that direction. But he still doesn't have like fish finders and understanding different types of bait or the different, you know, he's... He's definitely knowledgeable. He definitely knows his gear, but he's not like a next level right. pro. Yeah, I guess you're right. He's a bit of an idiot. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying, Calvin. 
That's what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. That is it. But anyways, all I'm saying is I started off the season really well with a record pike, ended off the season amazing, winning fall fishing bonanza. In the middle, I got skunked. But you got skunked all summer, and we had a bet that whoever caught, A, the biggest fish would get one prize, and B, the most fish would get another prize. So there were two things on the line. No. Yeah. No. Yes. I don't think that is what we were was. Yes, it was. And for one of the things, it was a case of beer going either way. And for the other thing, I think I wanted carbonara. I know I wanted carbonara that you make. That's amazing. And yeah. for you, I think it was change your tires or something weird like that. You're going to bounce my tires. Bounce yeah. them? So No, bounce them. Bounce them. <laughs> so all I'm saying is... While I haven't done an official count on how many, I think I beat you. Yeah, I we, think I'll, I beat you there. No, we're going to go. We're, we got to run the numbers. We're still. not I'm running not the numbers. Defeat. This is what's happening. Though I don't think I. This is I what's, can't. I'm going to let you off easy if you listen to my deal. I'm not going right, to make you give it. me a case of beer and make, make me, me carbonara. But I do want carbonara and you're going to like get me a six pack or that night I drink at your place for free, which usually happens anyway. So that's a pretty good deal. Okay, that's a pretty good deal. I'm uh, actually bummed. I came back uh, over the border empty-handed. Ooh, not good. Not good at all. Actually, I got a bunch of U.S. cash out, and then I came home with uh, four four dollars left, which is pretty good. Do you feel like we talk about beer a lot on this podcast? No, we definitely don't. No, I, I, no I sometimes not at I all. sometimes feel that we do, but I guess we don't. That's because you just think about beer a lot. <laughs> a lot of a good chunk of your daily brain power is spent thinking about beer. Well, may I, I don't think that's accurate. I do not accept that. But anyways. I was wondering what the... Uh, <laughs> did I tell you? When we were... No, it's dumb story. Dumb story? About these people fishing. About these people fishing. You're just going to leave it like that? All yeah. our listeners are on the edge of their seat. Me too. Just like this hilarious thing I saw like two weeks ago. I was down at the docks like at a public dock here yeah. and i saw these people and they were fishing and they were there was three of them all in this little group and they were they had a, the teeniest little hook and they were putting a little chunk of worm on it over the edge of the dock and they were pulling up these tiny little fish that were about three inches long Come on. little baby bass little baby fish and they're putting them all in this dr- uh, bucket with no water in it with no <laughs> that was it they're gonna take no a water and cook them up weird <laughs> nothing in it they were just yeah that, that was, was probably you know, that was what they were there to do. That was probably something that they were doing. Yeah, they were catching dinner for a stir fry. Is what they were doing. Weird, very interesting. It was weird. I was just really bamboozled. It was probably a barbless hook. They just slide them out. Yeah, it was just funny to watch that. Hmm. Very interesting. Anyways, they were having a heck of a time because they were catching tons of stuff. So maybe that's the direction I'm going. If we're just going numbers, I might kind of you know. Saddle up with them. Head out, head down to the river next Learn week. Learn the ropes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, if you go do that, I will definitely give you points for seeking adventure and meeting new people and doing something. Just a something. little bamboo pole and a piece of dental floss. <laughs> if you go do that, I will definitely, you know, I think then the competition can continue. But until that happens, I think this season is done and I destroyed you. I know you did, <laughs> but uh, in my defense, I literally did not fish once this entire year. Hey, dude, it's summer. Y- you can but defend that's yourself fine. as you I want. Accept, I accept defeat, Jer. Thank you. Chill. I'm Just on a chill. I'm on a super high right now. I'm completely obnoxious. Um, you I'm gonna put I'm gonna put an amazing post up of me kissing the trophy. I'm planning it out right now. That's good. <laughs> I won't 
probably won't like it. Okay, before we before um, we go, I think we should pretty much wrap this up. But I think we should leave people with a tip after this weekend, like something you learned, and okay, then yeah. and then I'll drop one too. Sure. Something I learned. Something I learned. Or just an well, adventure tip. I, mean, I really do love the urban adventure, Jared. Like I think it gets underestimated. It is so fun. Yeah. And uh, it really is. And I just feel like you can do it. You can spend a ton of money. Or you can not spend a ton of money, and I think you can have kind of an equal amount of fun. But you just have to get creative if you don't want to uh, drop a bunch of dough. So one thing that I was looking up, I mean, prior to this trip, I was Googling tons of free things to do. And one thing that I really wanted to do, but we never did it, was uh, Ikea owns this boat uh, to take you from Manhattan Island to their store in New Jersey. Come on. And they'll just let you ride it for free. And I just thought that'd be so cool. We didn't end up doing it because we went on this other boat ride. Right. But I mean, come on. A free boat ride from Ikea? There's probably meatballs on there. Don't have to buy anything. So. But you could. $2 meatballs for 40 I would say just like get savvy with Google and just look a bunch of free stuff. Because I think there is tons of opportunity to um, do very frugal trips like this. That's great advice. Another thing that that kind of reminded me of, like when I was in New York, the whole... Um, experience was in some ways really overwhelming because it was so big and you Mm -hmm. can't comprehend the city it's just it's just larger than life and I think too much and and I think that was kind of a neat adventure on its own just to think about whatever the scale of the economy and the millions of lives and stories and people and all of that and I think uh, urban adventuring allows you to walk through a place and pass millions, not millions, but hundreds and thousands of people and just have, you know, your own interesting reflection time. Sorry, you froze there for a little while. I didn't catch the last, but I'm sure it was really, oh, thank you. Really eloquent was, and beautifully yeah, said. It was, it was perfect. All right. You're, you're back and I'll do one tip and we'll get out of here. Um, All right, go for it. I think that for me from this weekend, I guess, yeah, here's one. Start a new tradition with your friends. Mm. Because now we're we're thinking about even getting a little plaque built up for this thing. It it's gonna hey. have to happen annually, and you just keep doing it. You set the weekend nice and early, and start to invite more people. If one person can't make it, no problem. But it's kind of a tradition now, and yeah. that'll be a really nice thing going forward. And it was kind of neat to think if we actually start this as a tradition. What's it going to be like 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now? Kind of cool to think about where our lives might be and as friends, uh, where life will take us in that time. So that's my suggestion. If you've already done something kind of cool with your friends at some point in your life, make it even more special and turn it into a tradition. What are you, what are you uh, thinking about a cash prize at all? Yeah, huge cash prize. I'd be into that, a cash prize. $20 buy-in? What do you think? $20 buy-in, winner takes the pot. Yeah, winner takes pot. Well, we'll see if your name's on the invite list next year. Sorry, man, the internet's terrible, and I'm sure it's on your end because it always is, but I keep uh, <laughs> cutting in and out. Yeah, I keep cutting in and out. I was just about to say, we'll see if we extend the invite to you next year. Dude, <laughs> it's, I'm, I would, it's obviously you should invite the guy that's probably not going to win. Great point. Great yeah, point. Great point. Next tip, invite the suckers. <laughs> All right. That's I it. think that's it for us because that's um, another adventure the tip. Invite the, the suckers. Worst. 
All right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in once again to the Open Road Pod. We're helping you find adventure in your everyday, whatever that means. You know, going somewhere new you've never been before, going to an old place with an old friend, doing things and just murdering animals with Jared. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We did not kill any animals. Oh. Though. Oh, oh, you, oh, you ate broccoli and um, tofu, no, Jared? Never mind. We did have s- All steak and chicken. I'm sorry. Okay. Why love one and kill the other? <laughs> Saw beauty. <laughs> That's like been weirdly in my head all weekend. I saw this huge billboard and it was of uh, this really cute little puppy with like white and black spots. <laughs> and then it was of this giant dairy cow and it said, why love one and kill the other? <laughs> and it's been like kind of like looming over me for some reason. It's super weird. That's amazing. And I re- remember looking at it and thinking that is like the cheesiest poster. Who would even like, who's that going to move? <laughs> and now I'm talking about it. It's going to move all of our listeners now. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to the Open Road Podcast. I'm Jeremy. That was Calvin, who went on that hilarious rant. And uh, thank you for tuning in, and we hope this helped you find more adventure. And remember, mm. why love one and kill the other? Is that what it was? That's what it was. <laughs> See you guys. So intense. <laughs> Rock and roll.